Good afternoon, everybody. This is John Kyle Law with the Dark Matter Myth Podcast, episode number six, The Resurrection. Easter Sunday sitting in the lab, surrounded by a plethora of firearms and ammunition. I resurrect the, uh, the last podcast on how I finished it, and, you know, I... I kind of took a turn that I didn't mean to take. And, you know, I said something about supporters of Trump, you know, like, this isn't meant for you. What I'm doing isn't meant for you. And in reality, everything I am doing is meant for you. For all the people out there living apprehensively, living... Uh, with the sense of anger, living with toxicity, living with resentment, you know, that faction of people out there, you know, um, the underheard people, the underserved people, this is definitely meant for you. Um, I want... I want to reach as many people as I can to change as many hearts as I can. Not so much change, but to uh, put them in a, in a higher state of, of consciousness, to put them at a better vibration. You know, um, a lot of the times we're operating on this, this low level, this circular, monotonous level where it's easy to get resentful towards your neighbor. And um, everything I'm, I'm, I'm going to push forth is in order to rise above that in order to transcend that so we can resurrect our higher selves um so you know my apologies for anybody who was offended you know one thing i don't mind doing is apologizing on that note however i look at places like dallas where you know there's there's been a a huge cult following a huge sect of that particular cult down there, sleeping under underpasses and stuff, waiting for JFK to return. And they, they've been there for months. And shit, well, I, I need fans. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to have a couple of those motherfuckers. You know, I, I look at those people and I know I could get a couple fans. You know, I have, I have a couple fans, but I know looking at these people, man, people are fall for anything, man. And I could use a couple fans, you know. <laughs> one, one thing I, I always looked at what was the uh, absurdity of uh, cartoons when I grew up. You know, there, there, was a, there was this one cartoon called Street Sharks. And it, was, <laughs> it was about sharks who, who swam, through, swam through the fucking concrete street. And I'm like, damn, this is a fucking multi-million dollar <laughs> ensemble. I sure, could, I sure could come up with something a little better than this. Or something a little more groundbreaking, rather, but you know, thus we're here, and uh, you know, we're pushing along forward with this podcast. Uh, give you guys a couple updates. I went to uh, Disney and straight up and down, fuck Disney, fuck Disney, fuck that section of Florida. If you're from that fucking section, you know, you probably should. Uh, you probably, you probably deserve to be shot by firing squad, you know, because that, that, whatever's going on down there, fuck that shit. These motherfuckers try to charge me $80 to get back to the hotel via Uber. 
<laughs> they try. I mean, they, they ain't getting me, but no, there's a lot of bullshit going down there. It's like a, it's it's literally the the darkest tourist trap I've been in. And um, you know, my condolences to anybody who goes down there. You know, trying to visit Disney because that shit is not what's popping. Man, I went to the, I was at a resort, look, looking around at the resort, and I saw a, a thing, a cup of noodles. It was charging four, <laughs> four seventy-five for like a, a, a sixty-cent cup of noodles. I'm like, God damn, fuck that. They didn't even have it. Roman noodles. They had Roman noodles, like. The shit was from Rome or something, like they were fucking an import, you know what I'm saying? I guess that's why they charged to mark up the price, but <sighs> fuck that place. Moreover, I've been uh, lucky enough to see this new groundbreaking movie that's out. The movie was called um, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and it's alleviating, fucking alleviating, because it's, you know, it's... It's a pleasure to see that some of my conversations I've been having with a lot of my friends and associates, uh, to not be alone on it. Um, the movie is rambunctious, it's uh, absurd, and it's um, introspective. And, you know, I just, I was lucky enough to, to witness that. And what's interesting you know, the, the thing that made me want to watch it was this. I was having a conversation with my son, and he, and he starts asking me these philosophical questions. And one of them is, um, hey, you know, do you think that we're puppets to some degree? You know, like, there may be someone controlling us or what have you. And I was like, you know what? I think there's this movie we need to go see right now. And I looked at my um, looked at my phone, looked at the schedule, and immediately we went to go see this movie. And in the movie, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but they make a reference to just being puppets. And at that moment, we both looked at each other and pointed like, uh, like that Spider-Man meme or something. But uh, it was, it was, it's very, um, it's very alleviating to see that uh, some of the thought processes I've been involved with are not just <laughs> uh, the ravings of a fucking lunatic, who, which would be me in this case. Um, Shout out to some of the listeners out there. Uh, we have uh, Wichita, Kansas. We have uh, Romania. We have London. We have Germany. We had Russia before the fucking war. <laughs> uh, seen a couple folks in India, uh, South Carolina, Baltimore, Northern Virginia, D.C. Who are you guys? You know, shoot me an email. I have no idea who you guys are. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, I'm going to keep this thing going. Right now, this is sort of a filler episode as I prepare to publish episode number two in um, May. It's really coming out pretty good, and 
it's something that even as a listener, you'll be able to pass down to um, others, even as an heirloom, I believe, you know, um, you can give it as a gift, you know, it's, I guarantee you, you're going to be happy with this, whoever you are, whoever you individuals are listening, if you uh, choose to order, you know, you're going to be happy with this. I want to jump into one of the personal thoughts I've been having since I mentioned I had a couple listeners in Russia before the war. All you Americans, man, sympathetic to Vladimir Putin, like, I don't know how you guys can fathom that, you know? In Russia, you can't be armed, right? This is a dictator who ensures his populace is de-armed, is unarmed. How can you support this guy? As you arm yourselves, bring in that type of um, sympathy here or uh, eagerness to have an elite here, all you're going to do is get yourself fucking killed because the first thing they do, first thing dictators do is they come for the weapons. Don't you know this? Um, people, just open your eyes a little bit more. Think about it. You know, there's no protesting in Russia. You can't speak out about your leaders the way we talk about this fucking zombie Joe Biden here. You know, he's half dead. He's looking horrible. But um, you can't do that with an authoritarian dictator. You'll be shipped off to fucking jail. You have no rights. Do not wish that for the fucking American people, okay? You guys should not be sympathetic to this asshole. Fuck him. On a different topic, uh, I've been thinking about what I would write about for my next um, issue after this one is published. And something struck me. And I, I, I had a flashback of... Um, of gifts we used to receive from uh, one, of our, one, of, one of the family members of mine who was in a penitentiary. And one of these gifts were um, in the form of like makeshift art. Like if, if you guys ever seen like prison art, some, some of the craftiest shit you'll ever see. And uh, one of the things we used to get were picture frames. But the picture frames were um, made out of cartons of cigarettes. So they were interweaving. You guys might have seen people do art with uh, palms, like on Palm Sunday and stuff like that. And very similarly, the, uh, the cigarette cartons would be woven, intertwined into uh, whatever art they were looking for. And, more often than not, the art we received were picture frames. And I was thinking about calling this one Newport Picture Frames. <laughs> Newport Picture Frames. Uh, get your aim. I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm not sure what I would do with it. But uh, I think there's a lot... I can do with it. You know, I like
like the when I write, I don't like the write straightforward. Um, I do sometimes to simplify things, but I really like to um, use metaphors and personify and really make it abstract if I can, as opposed to something that's just blunt. I can hit you over the head with. Cause that's no fun. You know, you could discard that very easily. You know, the artistry is. Ugh, it's very infantile. So, yeah, Newport picture frames. Speaking of the word infantile, I, I ran into uh, some information a while ago, and it was on the word infantry. With uh, the base word of that, I think it was infante, and it was stemming from Latin. I don't have the information in front of me. I don't have a, an assistant, anything like that. But I understand that the word infantry has to do with how um, discardable and young uh, that faction of uh, a military wing may be. So the, the infantry... More commonly than not, is filled with the youngest of the soldiers, and um, I think way back when I don't have any numbers. I don't, you know, this is just uh, information off of my head. But from my understanding, the infantry way back when, hundreds of years ago, maybe uh, pre-medieval times, you know, they were even younger than what they are now. So, um, if you've ever heard, like, the saying, um, old men send young men to die for their fortunes, um, that line of thought is closely related. So, yeah, just keep that in mind if you ever hear the word infantry again. So, I want to get back to, um, I guess the, the, the word of the day, considering it's Easter, and we're going to go with uh, resurrection again, right? When I think of resurrection, in myself, I can feel a possibility of a resurgence of the worst sides of me. I can feel um, anger, resentment, you know? My blood is always boiling, you know? I'm always being trespassed against, you know? I guess I look like an easy target. <laughs> but, um, you know, I could always feel that resurgence of a willingness to destroy and do damage. Something I've done very well on my come up, in my adolescence, to my pre-adult years. You know, I feel that, you know? Like, it wants to come out of me. But I also want to overshadow that with um, something more um, pure. Something more in the lieu of Christ, you know? In the lieu of... A divine being, and 
that's the hard part. A lot of the times throughout our daily endeavors, you know, it's easy to snap back into your lower self, you know, that, that demon in you. And it's seen as weak to um, give the other cheek, you know? And I know a lot, you know, I could, I could do some damage on somebody. And more so than not, I'm, I'm giving the other cheek, you know? I don't want to, but I want to, <laughs> you know? So um, this is my recommendation for everybody out there. You know, sometimes it's best to, um, sometimes it's best to sacrifice. Sometimes it's best to just give a hand, you know? Easier said than done. I can do. Um, but I will digress and also um, give in to the fact that giving a hand may just be slapping a motherfucker sometimes. So. <laughs> and speaking of slapping a motherfucker, <laughs> I'll be at the Chris Rock concert. Um, April 20th and somebody bought me tickets for that concert pre-slap so it's like once he got slapped the value of the prices the value of the tickets went up you know I was like holding a fucking Willy Wonka ticket but I'll be there and with that same individual I'll be um, doing a podcast soon probably um, this week you know this is just a filler but um, on the importance of comic books and hip-hop. And there's a, a great link there and some of the greatest music by some of the greatest artists we've ever gotten were hip-hop that was inspired by comic books. And I just want to bring some of that stuff to light and uh, you know probably speak on our experiences and um, our likes and dislikes, what brands, what storylines we like uh, when we do that particular podcast. So that'll be coming up soon. Um, so this week, New Jersey is uh, legalizing recreational marijuana. Um, all the police in Pennsylvania we're going to be on full-on wood status, man. These motherfuckers are going to be pulling over every car passing the border, looking for gummy bears and lollipops, trying to lock motherfuckers up for that shit. You know, it's, 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 it's amazing. Uh, they're also going to make it legal for cops to smoke while they're off duty. And it's like, damn, you motherfuckers been locking up people. Oof. More than 100 years now because of this shit. Especially in that one particular state. Like, oh my God. All, all, all the lives lost, man. Because of marijuana. Now these motherfuckers want to make it legal, man. I remember my best friend. We, we were 16. And we, we would always hop the train in New York City. Like, we was not paying for shit. So we was always hopping. And then we would hop at Pacific Street, which is now known as the Barclays Center. 
we would just be hopping left and right, boom, boom, boom. And one day we was headed to Staten Island and we had a little something on us and he was holding it. And he was 16 and I was 15. So, you know, they, they, they shoved us against the wall, they patted us down. He had this little ass joint, man. These motherfuckers locked him up over it. And he let me go because I was 15 at the time. So I'm like, damn, man. So he got out the next day and we spoke about it. And one of the things they do with marijuana or did with marijuana, and I'm sure they still do, um, if you're trying to get financial aid for college, if you got a, 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 a drug charge on you, you're not getting shit, man. And what it did was um, retard the growths of millions of inner city minorities because... We were the ones getting disproportionately pulled over and searched because of this shit. Wherever I would go, they would pull me over, search me. And, um, you know, because of that, he was unable to get financial aid and leave the projects. You know, he was in um, lending houses in East New York. And... Not being able to get that financial aid, you know, it makes it a lot harder to go off into college. And, you know, not too long after that, you know, he was just a victim of the neighborhood. He was murdered outside of his building. You know, we, I, I spoke about, I spoke about him on uh, Die Young, you know, the first episode. So, you know, that's real, man. And then what, what infuriates me to my fucking bones is I watch all these white kids now, man. All they do is smoke weed with impunity. Impunity. These motherfuckers is out here smoking weed left, right, out in public. You know, they got fucking pipes, they got bongs, they got joints, man. And nobody says shit to them. Nobody's pulling them over. Nobody's arresting these motherfuckers, man. But my generation and the ones before me were fucking victims of this fucking drug war, man. So much so, you know, it, it secluded us. It redlined us, man. And I don't know who's to fucking blame, but whoever they are, man, I'll never be able to... Well, that's not true. But, man, it's, it's hard forgiving something like that. It's hard watching your people go down over bullshit and watching newer up-and-coming individuals operate with impunity. And, you know, besides that, there were people um, thrown in jail for life over marijuana. I remember the story of, it was like a farmer. He might have had stomach cancer back in the, the early 1900s. And he was smoking a... Uh, you know, he was smoking whatever he was growing, and they fucking, they locked this motherfucker up for life, man. You know, some some of this propaganda, you know, we've been privy to. Uh, privy, strong word. Some of this propaganda we've been indoctrinated with, man, is has been detrimental to fucking humanity, man. And somebody's got to pay. <laughs> 
Somebody just gotta pay, man. Motherfuckers need reparations for that shit. I ain't gonna lie, man. I seen, I seen people who are not even citizens of this country get reparations from this country. And you know, anybody a victim of that drug war, you know, the drug war of the '70s, where you know our parents were strung up on dope. You might have seen it in uh, movies like Dead Presidents. You know, and uh, that the, the character Den- Denzel played was a Frank Lucas. He was bringing in dope from Asia. You know that shit was real, man. The 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 heroin addicts of the '70s, the crack addicts of the '80s. You know, man, we need we need some fucking reparations for that shit. It, something needs to be repaired, especially when we know. It was the fucking government bringing that shit in or the government assisting with it, bringing it in and paying for things they didn't have the uh, constitutional authority to pay for. So, you know, that's my rant on that right now. But, um, resurrection. (laughs) You know, I guess in order to properly heal, things need to be resurfaced. Things need to be resurrected and brought into the daylight, you know? Um, You know, when you're talking with a therapist, they can't help you if you don't bring to light your issues at hand, you know? If you don't bear light on your ailments, there's no way they can help you. So... With that being said, um, I think it's a wise suggestion that each and every one of us find an outlet in order to um, manifest our ailments and in order to heal from them so we can each resurrect and transcend into the person we would want to be. And that's it for today. Um, This is your host, John Kyle Law, with the Dark Matter Myth Podcast. And thanks for listening.